0: Mark this in your Bible, Deuteronomy 29, 29. Nothing is the same after this verse. I'm going to spend the whole message on one verse now. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the works of this law. Okay? Start here. Title of the message, I May Never Know Why. I May Never Know Why. There are things that happen. There are things that go down. There are things we see. There are things we feel. There are things we experience. And it is very painful not to know why that was allowed. And in many instances we will not know why in this life not gonna know why not gonna know why want to know come on who wants to know want to know not gonna know we'll know in heaven for then we will know perfectly even as we are known how well does god know us perfectly then we will know as well as we are known but not in this life there are many questions we can't answer put in the blank there struggle that's that's not easy it's just hard a secret here in the text the secret things means hidden opposite of what God reveals not listen jot it down not available for knowing by any means can't know it can't find it out now there's a lot that we can know. We get wisdom in regard to trials. James 1.5 says, if you lack wisdom, ask. We get wisdom through life experience. Proverbs 3.13 says, blessed is the one who finds understanding. We get knowledge gained through uh, other people challenging us. Proverbs 9.8 says, rebuke a wise man and he will love you for it. I've often taught in this church that the hardest part of hardship is its duration. It's not what happens to me, it's not who is involved, that's not the hardest part. It's not when it happens. Really the hardest part of any hardship is how long is this going to last? When will my prodigal come home? When will my finances not fail? How long will my loneliness last? How long will my healing be delayed? I've often said it's the duration that is the hardest part, but I want to say now that that is the 40,000-foot view. If you actually land the plane and go sit face-to-face and have coffee with the person who's in the middle of it, I would say that the file is how long is it going to be but the center of it, the, the line that is underlined is why. In, is why, 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 why? In fact, when is a question that you ask when you've given up on why? People say, well, how long is it gonna last? How long is it gonna last? The only reason they're asking how long it's gonna last is because they've given up on knowing why it's happening. If we knew why it was happening, we wouldn't nearly be so concerned about how long it lasts. So the bullseye of perplexity for people of faith as it relates to what God allows is this question, why? When I was a young pastor, I heard Chuck Swindoll tell the story, and I've told it maybe here before, many years ago of a young missionary named Glenn Chambers who before I was even born announced to his family that he was going to the mission field and he was so excited and he raised his money as missionaries did so much back then and he got his prayer support and he got his passage for transportation he was going to Ecuador and, and finally as a single young man he Uh, after the Second World War, he boarded a plane and he got so excited he got to the airport and he realized he hadn't said what he wanted to say to his parents. So he quick tore a piece of paper out of a magazine and sketched them a little note. Love, you so excited. I'll contact you as soon as I can. Please pray for me. Love, Glenn. Put it in the mail and got on the plane before he ever made it to Ecuador. An Ecuadorian mountain reached up in the middle of the night and pulled down that plane and he died, never made it to the mission field. But the letter he wrote at the airport made it to his parents. And in God's sovereignty, somehow, the piece that he had torn out of a magazine, the note was there, but the printed, single printed word on the page was this word, why. That is the question that hits the hardest, hurts the most, and lingers the longest. That's the question that pounds away at authentic faith. Why? We struggle with the concept of God having secrets because it settles with finality our minuscule role in his infinite plan. You know, we tend to kind of want to think that I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom. And mom's a big deal. Come on, man. Mom's a big deal, man. Right, men? Hey, hey, is mom a big deal, man? That's a big deal. Mom's a huge deal. That's probably the biggest deal. And, and, and the Bible says that a woman is saved through childbearing. There's such, it's a beautiful thing. And then I'm, I'm the provider, you know, I'm the provider. I mean, are you the provider? You're kind of a big deal, aren't you? I think you are. You've never been anything but kind to me. We tend to expand our sense of our own importance and contribution in this thing called God's family, this kingdom that we've all been born again into through faith in Jesus. I hope that's happened to you. If it hasn't, it should happen really soon. We don't know how much time we have. God loves you. Jesus died for you. He'll forgive you. So let me just say that this, accepting the fact that I just have a little part in this, and when I'm like, I gotta know why, and I don't get the answer, that makes me feel small. I don't like feeling small. But I am.